Welcome to In China with Michelle Zhou. Manufacturers have long known China to be a leader in their industry, but now the world is recognizing China as a business center for companies, market traders, education, and artists. It's no wonder that the economy has grown to be the world's second largest. In our program, you'll learn from the thought leaders and professionals who have lived in both the U.S. and China and continue to do business there. Now, here is your host, Michelle Zhou. Welcome, everyone. It's so great having you here today. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm your host, Michelle. I'm the founder and the CEO of Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. We help American and Chinese organizations learn from each other, bridge their needs, and grow their businesses internationally. You can contact me at our company website, ptcgconsulting.com. Make sure to click on the links in my show link, or email me at michelle.zou at ptcgconsulting.com. And I always welcome you to connect me on LinkedIn. Today we have Felicity Wang on the show together with me. She's the president of the Greater Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce, and she's the founder of Asia Pacific Associates, which is a tour and a travel company in Seattle. We are going to talk about the trends we have observed in Chinese tourists who are traveling outside of China, and we will discuss from the viewpoint of business owners on what opportunities that this trend may bring to you. Welcome to the show, Felicity. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me. So you are the president of the Great Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce. I know this Chamber of Commerce has been existed for many, many years. Could you please first let us know a little bit more about yourself as well as this Great Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce? I was the president of the Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce 2017 and 2018. And our chamber has a very long history. We started in 1963, so it's about 55 years history. And I'm proud to say that our chamber is the longest history and the most active in the Chinese community in Seattle area. So myself is an immigrant of 1991, 27 years. 27 years, yeah. Wow, time flies <laughs> <laughs> from Taiwan. Uh-huh. And then I start my business in 1993 for tour and travel company. Tour and travel.、Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And your company is still very active and doing well. It's okay. Everybody know that now the ticketing is very tough because the internet involved. Yes. So, <laughs> and fortunately that we still have because of our office is in Chinatown, so we still have old people. They need to face by face. How、oh, do you say you that? Oh, you have some customers. They, 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 they person, want. To, yeah, they want. To, yeah, they want to see in person. So make them feel secure. So we still have some customer to support.、Uh-huh. So that's the airline ticketing, right? That's、you、airline ticketing.、Uh-huh. Yes, and also because、uh, we have a wholesale Alaska Airlines wholesale, we still can survive. After I know that a lot of、uh, travel company cannot be. Uh, survive during the internet. Everybody can check price and get the ticket right away. That's belong to the young people. So, and we have a very strong Filipino market. Oh. Because I have two Filipino staff, and we are the number two in the Filipino community biggest、uh, travel agent. 
which, which is non-Filipino owner. <laughs> Chinese owner, Japanese. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we do ticketing, we do a local tour. For example, people in Seattle, they want, especially in summer, they have a visitor from their country. They want to go to Yellowstone, they go to Duarte, they want to go to uh, California. We help them to do that. Mm-hmm. This is one part of my work. Mm, travel and uh, tourism, that's the focus of your business. Your that's business. in the beginning of the year. Oh, that's the beginning of the year. And you have more businesses. You have different businesses. Yeah, I um, have... Expanding a, to many different areas, right? Well, I have another department. is inbound, inbound tour. We do uh, FIT and group from Taiwan or from China. And most of China is delegation or visitor education people. And... That's my second part of the work. And the third part is my education. I do a lot of student exchange and um, uh, summer program or training program since 2007. So it's already 11 years. Well, you are one of those people who started pretty early before a lot of Chinese coming overseas travel. Or at the very beginning when Chinese coming to the overseas travel, you are in that business already. Yes. yes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 1993. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about this business uh, later. Uh, what else? <laughs> your different departments you're oh. working on. Well, now we this uh, three years, we decided to help uh, a big company like uh, Trade Development Analysis. It's a big TTA, mm. WACRC. That's um, the Washington State China Relations Council. Council. Uh-huh. They have, a, when Joe Bosch was the, the president, we do a couple trip. One is to Xizhang, oh, Tibet, Tibet. Uh-huh. and the other one is we go to Cambodia. Oh. Yeah, with Bill Stafford. He's uh-huh. a former vice mayor. We work with them, so take a particular group going to Asia and China. So that's the outbound? Yes, that's outbound. Uh-huh. And we also have a delegation to Taiwan too. This is my specialty. Mm. But uh, the next year we're going to do more like a leisure travel, not business travel too. I mean, maybe we want to organize a yoga retreat to Indonesia. Wow, that's fantastic. That's a new, new adventure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so from what you just mentioned, if I summarize the businesses, it's all centered with a travel uh, tourism type. But your audience and the program is divided by what their purpose and the kind of people in the group. Correct. Yeah, there are just, uh, tourists and there are business people. They come here or you take a group, go to other countries for business, what we call it, it's like a business delegation going for business type of visits. And you also mentioned students, education focused summer camp or training type of programs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think with your so many years of experience in the travel industry, I'm curious about what you have seen for the, because I want to talk about China, (laughs) for the phenomenon that uh, traveling overseas by Chinese customers, right? Because one thing we have seen is every year are increased the number of Chinese. They travel to other countries as a tourist. 
Uh, what do you see in that、uh, trend or the market? Well, my inbound tour from China is a little bit different, like.、Uh, Other travel agent. I'm focused on business dedication, so it's direct contact. Because I don't know why, but I have a good relationship with China, and China is so big. It's not only one focus city. Besides, I think you don't know that I'm the president of the Washington State Sichuan Friendship Association. Ah, you have a relationship with Sichuan Province. Yeah, because in China, yeah, Sichuan Province in the Washington State, they are the friendship state, and we plan. I'm I'm the president since last year, but I'm so ashamed that I didn't do anything. But we plan to do a big one in 2019. So we welcome a lot of people to join our organization, especially. Are you Sichuan people, or you love Sichuan? You can join. I love Sichuan food. <laughs>、uh, yeah, we're gonna do three different way. One is a trade, one is education, one is culture. Trade, education, and, and culture. culture. And the culture, we wanna do lantern. Oh, lantern. We're gonna bring the big lantern and exhibition in Seattle. Wow, that <laughs>、yeah. sounds great. That's a big project, so we need a lot of help. Uh huh. So your sounds like that association, the Sichuan Friendship Association, will bring those、uh, lantern and、uh, the art crafts or handcrafts from China. Yes.、Uh, exhibit here. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Wow, that's cultural related.、Uh-huh. So for the business、uh, delegation, I saw that、uh, now traveler from China is more mature than than ten years ago. Hmm. Their requirement is different. Okay, can you elaborate a little bit more on <laughs> what their requirements today? The business travelers or the delegation coming to the U.S.、Okay. What do they want? What do they need、uh, from your service? Okay, for example, we just host one delegation from Nanjing Kaihuachi,、mm-hmm. Nanjing Development Development Department,、uh, development, uh, department, uh, right. department、uh-huh. and when I take them to Starbucks Roaster.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are so impressed. They say, "Can you help me to bring them to Nanjing?" So they, they are looking for all kinds of business opportunities. Yeah, yes,、uh. they looking there. They have one.、Uh, they looking for small airplane, private airplane. So we we host a dinner. Chamber hosts a dinner. So we have member who is working for Boeing,、mm-hmm. and they talk. So that's a potential business. So this kind of the delegation is I'm doing right now. But for the leisure traveler, I see that they now the people coming is so easy because you get ten years visa,、yes. so they come here. Oh, we call FIT travel, just like、uh, they come here by themselves and they, they hire a private car and do their tour. For example, two or four people, and we call FIT to travel. So they just have a vehicle、mm-hmm. and take them around. This is called very casual, casual trip,、mm-hmm. and because now internet, you can get everything, all the information just by touch the button, right? So travel's nature is change. It's not like ten、uh, or fifteen years ago. They come here and you put everything in their mind, and they think, oh, this is America. No, now it's not easy. The traveler is more. They're smart. Yeah, they're knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah. They can find those information. So you have to be raise your standard, otherwise、uh, you're gonna lose the business. So the FIT travelers 
what kind of service do you offer to them, your company offer to them? Because they come here by themselves, as you mentioned, no matter it's two people or four people, and they have their own car. They don't rent their car. Yeah, they just charter our car. Okay. So we have to provide a driver guide. Uh-huh. And took them around. Usually, the, we will took them, especially if Seattle downtown is very easy. People can by walking, yeah. right? But if they want to go out of the city, they need us help. It's like when I'm going to China, because I don't drive there, right? Mm-hmm. When I go somewhere, especially when it's a little bit far away and it's not very convenient by public transportation, I would hire a taxi. Oh. <laughs> the taxi driver will be my guide and take me there and take me back. Oh, really? Yeah. Taxi drivers don't have a professional job knowledge, right? Uh, they don't, but they can take me there and on the okay. way I ask the questions yeah. and they're not a trained travel guide, right? Yes. They cannot tell me all these traveler or the stories about different things. But uh, I'm really good in asking questions. I can still get a lot of local knowledge out from travel, the taxi drivers. Yeah. So I think it uh, sounds like uh, the service that your company is providing for this type of uh, the FIT travelers. You and guys a good are traveler and uh-huh. a delegation. Uh-huh. And I have a good news for people 50 to 70. Mm. We call Yinghua Zhu. I don't know how to translate it. Yinghua Zhu. <laughs> like silver, uh, gray hair, gray hair group. delegation or yeah. group, gray hair group. Yeah. Because uh, from fifty to seventy, you already kind of establish your finish your your duty or your life duty. Kids all grown up, and your financial your freedom, and you have time to travel. So we create three parts of the destination in whole America. And we know that these people, they have money, they have time, mm-hmm. and they want it. Not really like... Uh, they don't want to rush. <laughs> yeah. And they want the knowledge. Mm. They want to go to Seattle. They're not going to go to Space Needle and Pie Market. They want to know the history. So we have to treat them differently. So we do three parts. We divide America into three parts. One part is Northwest America, like Washington State, Oregon State, Idaho, Montana. Mm-hmm. Let me touch a little bit Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. The other part, East Coast. Everybody go to East Coast, right? Five days and, and take New York, Boston, West Philadelphia, DC, DC yeah. very quick. But we do night day. We teach them history about America. So it's very. I personally, I like it. Uh-huh. So and you are those uh, age people. <laughs> Disclose your age a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So you design a program to fit their lifestyle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think when you're getting old, you need to have uh, something in your life make you excited. Mm. Otherwise, you feel life's boring, and if you're waiting for one day, you just. Pass <laughs> away. Yeah, so I feel excited because somebody gave me this proposal, asked me to help them. I decide three part because of getting old, I cannot physically took them to be their tour guide, but I can design a very good, detail, complete, and based on my own need, right? This you know the customers well. Yeah, you know their needs, right? You're yeah. one of those age group people. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, oh, this might be too tiresome, mm. then adjust. Mm. So that makes me young. <laughs> that sounds great. Feel young. 
Yeah. Okay. It's time to take a quick break. We will be back right away. Are you interested in expanding your business to China, but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China, with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. We just uh, talk a little bit about、uh, trends, the change of our Chinese tourists. The tourists coming to the U.S. They are different than many years ago because you have been in this industry、mm-hmm. doing so many years, and you compared. You think it, they are different. We briefly talk a little bit about、uh, what are the different needs they have now, and I think、uh, for the city you mentioned、uh, today, many people they want a deep dive. They don't.、Uh, Go like a, just a big group and、uh, take pictures everywhere. Go for as many places as they want on their agenda. They may want to have a, their own agenda. So hire a private car and a guide to take them to meet their needs. And you also mentioned the, the gray hair group. <laughs>、uh, I really like that one. And you mentioned the, the service your company is providing really needs to fit their needs of. They want to know the culture. They want to know the history, and they want a slow pace versus rushing through many different places. So it needs to fit their physical needs, right? Their physical situation. Yeah.、Uh, what other kind of trends or things that you have observed of those Chinese tourists? Well, now I know that、uh, there are a lot of people because、uh, China is people now is pretty rich. Mm-hmm. They have money. They can afford to do a lot of private,、uh, like shooting, like diving, like fishing,、oh. that kind of that kind of. And then yesterday, I heard somebody want to climb in, climb in mountain Virginia. This kind of specialty, and、um, I have a request from Beijing. They want to do a marathon. Ah,、oh. they will come to attend the marathon race. So all kind of this,、uh, it's not like a traditional. Now people think they want something different. They can afford it. So this is kind of the, the other trend of the travel. Compare with sightseeing. Yeah, compare with before. Before is the old time is easier. It's a pattern, <laughs> right? Nine to ten, what you do? Ten to eleven, and then finish everything. And if I checklist, yeah, <laughs> all these places、uh, I've been there, and I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> and now it kind of personal touch.、Mm. You, the tour guide, have to be very Xinhua. How do you say that? Is that a humanity? Or yeah, you need to be like a friend. Oh, you have those personal touch. You yeah, personal know, touch. Yeah, understand their yeah, needs. You have a passion about this company, this business. 
So that is more difficult. More personalized yes, service. Yes, 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 personalized. Yes.、Mm. And then、um, that's for leisure travel. That's what I see. But maybe I didn't see the whole picture. Maybe they have more. But I know that specialized、uh, tour is getting more popular. Popular.、Mm-hmm. And like Alaska cruise, we do、mm-hmm. Alaska cruise. And、uh, now another popular stuff is、uh, Polar Light. They went to、uh, oh, to go to see the yeah the yeah, North because the it's the Chinese say that whoever、North、see the Polar Light got happiness for their life.、Mm-hmm. So everybody want to go there. This is, so we do business whenever they have a train we go with them.、Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds very interesting. Because you, through all these tourists, you observe the trends and you customize your program, personalize your program to meet their needs. Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh huh. Okay. The other business you just mentioned is、uh, education-related、uh, groups to travel. What do you see there? I know there are increasing number of students. Traveling during the summertime or sometimes the winter time, because in China the winter break is longer; it's one month versus here in the U.S. is two weeks. So summer or winter, there are many schools organize students to come to different country and they have some sort of programs exchange or maybe you know doing some sightseeing. I don't know. You are the expert. Can you tell us a little bit more about、uh, what you have observed、uh, trend in that kind of、uh, travel? Okay. Well, I do this、uh, area is ten years, and I remember that when I started, Chinese people are still very conservative. They don't want their kids to go abroad by themselves.、Mm-hmm. So it's not easy. But now getting more and more, and one thing I was admire the Chinese parents. They send the kids. They spend a lot of money to let the kids attend this summer camp. All they want is they can open their eyes and see that what is American、mm-hmm. life. And、um, after this ten year, I can tell is a trend. Okay, they come to the summer、uh, short term program,、mm-hmm. and they like it. They go back and tell their moms that I'm gonna go. I wanted to study in America for the high school or college, and then the trend is after that, and the parents will come to buy house, <laughs> right? Because the kids want to stay here, and then next trend is they want to immigrate. So it like itiaolong.、Uh, you say itiaolong. I don't know how you say that itiaolong. Who? End to end service. <laughs> so this kind of the trend now. And people can afford it. You know that they have so many international school、mm. kids. Ninety nine percent is their plan is already in American study. But for me, and I see the age of the student coming to stay getting younger and younger.、Uh, from、um, what age range you have、um, met Be- those before? Is is、uh, like.、Uh, Grade nine,、uh, grade ten, grade、mm-hmm. nine, nine to ten, but now is even ten years old kids. They the parent put them here to study. This is I. I'm sorry, I don't. I disagree. I think the kids from ten to ten years to fifteen years, they need parents. If you send them too early here, I don't think it's good for the kids. Uh huh. It's not against the kids coming in ten, year over ten, because my kids coming in year or eight. 
but I'm with them. So what you are saying is, if the kids are studying in another country alone、mm-hmm. without the parents beside them, think that's your personal opinion is that's not good for the kids. Yeah. Uh huh. But it's okay for just a two weeks tour, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> a program、yeah. or summer yes, program. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah,、mm-hmm. you are right. Just well, temporary is fine. They come here, they have fun, and, and they, they learn new the, things. They, they see a different、yeah. lifestyle, environment, cultural. Open、yeah. their eyes, and I see the difference. Kids, I always say, my kids, when they come here, the first day they they went to the camp, and、uh, seven days they come out, it's totally different. One girl that、uh, she always hold her girlfriend's hand, three work together. The first day, but the camp we separate them with the local student. So and the Saturday when they come out, I saw that she running around by herself and become very active. So the influence you cannot buy it; it's just there,、mm-hmm. you know. So this is what I'm doing the student tour. I like to see. I have so many story I can tell you, but、uh, I think too much time. But the really influence. So I encourage that the Chinese families send them the kids for summer camp. But be careful to choose the good one because、uh, I heard that they do have a summer camp. Actually, they just rent a classroom and put the kids there and have a local teacher teach them. It's not called summer camp. Mm-hmm. You think it's the experience. real experience, so they really get integrated into the local culture. They or they learn something, and that helps them to open their mind or see the world. Yeah.、Mm. We just mentioned、uh, about the trends. I think one thing you pointed out very interesting is, in one side, we see a lot of、uh, parents sending their kids. Overseas to study, so the age and you mentioned the age of those kids being alone studying, like in the U.S., become younger and younger. In my generation, I came to the U.S. in the late nineties. Yeah, in my generation, it's more people who come here for master or PhD programs. Okay, people come here for the undergraduate programs. Now high school, and then it's even younger and younger. Yeah, we see that trend. Another trend you just mentioned. I think I also observed that is a lot of students coming here for summer or winter camps. So that's a short period of time, and the, in the summertime, the airplane tickets. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very high the price, and you see、uh, every plane loaded with kids, right? Students. Yeah. So. And what does that mean to the local business here? Because you are the president of the the Greater Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce. This chamber has a lot of local businesses as members, right?、Uh, what kind of impact、uh, the trends of the Chinese tourists, as well as those students coming here, bring to the local business? Well, I think because、uh, for the student travel, I work with the、uh, camp organization, Campfire.、Mm-hmm. They have 151 years history, so it's very Campfire. Camp that's、yeah. the one you work yeah. With. And then、uh, I work with the、uh, school district,、mm-hmm. so they have a lot of、uh, public school we can work with together. And I also work with the、uh, college, community college. So I designed a summer program with the community college. And that give them more chance. This kid gonna come back to attend their college,、mm-hmm. and、uh, they have one very unique. I don't know you know that or not. The whole United States, they have two states. They can have a high school completion program. 
That mean that uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, that mean that uh, when you are over sixteen, mm-hmm. like uh, over sixteen is uh, like eleven uh, grade, mm-hmm. you can come to United States to attend college one and two. What do you mean one and two? College usually is two years, right? Uh huh. So even you are not graduate from high school yet, mm-hmm. but as long as you are over sixteen, you can attend college. Okay. And then after two years, you got two nursing diploma. Uh huh. One is the high school graduation, one is the undergraduation. Oh. And so you can transfer if you if you doing very good, you can transfer to the university on the third year. So okay. that means you reduce your study two years. Oh, that's for Washington State. We have this policy. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. So you save two years in high school yeah. by going to the community college. By the high school program. So you need to, their program will be high school program plus under education program. So ah. it's tougher, but it's still workable. We have a lot of students graduate that. Oh, in that way. Wow,、mm-hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that the education side, the Chinese students coming here for the summer camp or for study, you see the impact to businesses.、Uh, it generates a lot of customers for the camps, for the local colleges, and、uh, high schools, the school districts.、Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, and of of course it.、Uh, Helps、uh, small businesses like yours, right? Your business、mm-hmm. is very much focused on travel and tourism、mm-hmm. and education.、Mm-hmm. All right, I think it's time to take another quick break. China is now the second largest economy in the world. There are hundreds of opportunities for worldwide business professionals to start looking in China. From business leaders to manufacturers to artists and students, you need to discover these opportunities to grow your business and your career. Listen every week for In China with Michelle Zhou, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. For business sake, you need to tune in. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call one eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting dot com. Now back to this week's program. Now we are back again. So I have another question. I really wanted to ask you. When I started、uh, the conversation, I mentioned that、uh, you are the president of this、uh, long history chamber of commerce. It's called the Great Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce. It's 55 years of history. And、uh, as the president,、uh, I know you spent a lot of time volunteering versus、uh, getting paid from that job. You spend your time, your energy, your resources to get very deeply involved in that uh, chamber. Uh, why do you do that? And what's the mission of that chamber of commerce? Well, our mission is helping mid-sized enterprise who is willing to do business with China. And the other way is the Chinese people they want looking for. Potential partner in America, 
So we become a bridge, not only the bridge, we help them connect to each other and help them to analyze the possibility of the success. Because, uh, like I said before, Caucasian, they American, okay? They want to do business with China, but uh, because of the cultural thing. So they don't understand China very well. So they don't know how to start it. They always, now I don't hear that, but uh, 10 or 15 years ago, they always say, friend first, friend first, friendship first, and then business. So now I think Chamber is in the position, I help you to create a friendship relationship. Now you can talk business. So we open the door for them. And in China, because they know that we great Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce have a lot of influence in Washington State. So they're willing to work with us, tell us, help them to bring the business. Like I just mentioned, Nanking, they're looking for business opportunity. A lot of business opportunity open there. And we like to share with our member. So that's why we can increase our member. They join us, through us, they can fulfill their dream. Mm-hmm. This is one of our mission. And mm-hmm. the other mission is that we want to work with local Chinese community. They have a lot of Chinese community we call Chantong Chiaose. They are long-term, but they are not doing anything. They're just a group of people, Kaiping Kui, one city. You don't know that's just a private organization. They don't do business. Mm-hmm. And we like to keep a good relationship with them. Being that we are Chinese, so we want the Chinese need any help, we can help you. Mm. So two missions. One is to be the bridge mm-hmm. for the American companies' businesses mm-hmm. connect with China, or for Chinese companies connect with the American businesses. The other mission is to really help the Chinese community locally in the Great Seattle area to connect uh, and uh, to feel it's more a okay. yeah it's organized unity, and yeah. unity here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then who are the kind of members in this uh, chamber? It's all kind of people: Coca Cola <laughs> and uh, uh, Mercedes, Honda. This is a big company, and we have a lot of UPS, uh-huh. and we have uh, a lot of uh, small business. They're doing uh, business with China. And our board members have a lot of, we have a different kind of committee. Each committee, they have a committee chair. So they know how to create a business opportunity for a member. Some focus on real estate. Mm-hmm. So they can have all the people from China, they want to buy a house. But now I know the market, money and no house. <laughs> Very so, hot, the housing industry yes. here. So all kind of business. And uh, we have uh, one, like um, last year, November, I took a delegation to Nanjing and Hangzhou. They do have uh, one a company, they want to sell seafood to China. Mm-hmm. And Hangzhou is, uh, they need that. Unfortunately, in the winter, this is kind of a tribe because uh, all the seafood is controlled by tribe, tribe. The that, Indian tribes. Yes. Yeah. I give them an opportunity and they already want the order to tell them to give the price. But the American size is didn't have any response. So we not only do the bridge. If we do the bridge, okay, you know each other, then we, we back up. No, uh-huh. we, we have to help them until they really, really connected. So China asked me why they didn't give us the price. Uh-huh. So I asked Indian tribe, they say because of winter, they don't have enough volume 
they don't have all this uh, seafood. Yeah, so I have to wait a little bit. So something that uh, you need to communicate. You know what's the problem and fix the problem. And so people don't misunderstand it. Otherwise, they say, oh, you don't want to do business with me? Just talking, right? Mm. But they have research, so this is what chamber we do in this kind of job, too. Wow, you mm. do provide a service to help business happen, to help yes. them make yes. yeah, the business happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the examples, the stories you just shared. <laughs> um, oh, another great opportunity that is in front of us is the upcoming China International Import Expo that will be in Shanghai uh, November 5th to 10th. And uh, I know that's why we connected this time and why we spent so much time working together because we are working to organize the Washington State small and medium businesses to go together as a delegation to exhibit in that expo. Could you please also share with us from the chamber's standpoint what kind of efforts you guys are doing and how is that going to help the members the business members in the chamber. Well, first I have to thank you, Michelle, that gave us the opportunity to join it. Well, <laughs> I'm not giving you the opportunity to join the expo. I'm just being the messenger, letting you know the opportunities, this expo, because it's the first time from the China side to have this expo. Not many people know about it. Yeah, no matter what, I still appreciate it. <laughs> thank yes, you. That, uh, I heard that that's the first time and also Chairman Xi is very focused on this expo. So I think it's a great opportunity. Well, if I'm selfish, I can go just by my company, right? But I think this is a great opportunity. I want the member of the chamber, they know this is a chance they can show them their market, their business. And so we plan to let more our members or other organizations know that this expo coming. And we wish we can have our own booth so people, our chamber's member, can join our booth. This is one of the benefits because we try to come out and register the booth first so people can register with us. I don't know how many uh, people will go, but uh, this is really good opportunity for people because uh, this is how many visitors going to be. Oh, the corporate buyers, I think the number is at least uh, 150,000 corporate buyers. It's not uh, for consumers, right? This uh, expo is for, for big buyers. They are going there from the China side. They see it as import because the Chinese buyers, corporate buyers, the big companies, or the resellers, the wholesalers, they will go to the expo and they have their money in their pocket. They're trying to sign contracts. They're really trying to buy yeah, uh, in big quantity to reach this kind of relationship uh, to sign contracts. Yeah. Well, that's quite exciting to think of that. Well, in that case, that uh, I think we should be more aggressive to recruit our member. Maybe not our member, if a member's friend, they want to join, that's fine too. So I think we will do our best. And also that uh, you mentioned that we were under the Washington State umbrella. I think that will be more focused that we belong to one big team. Yes, the Washington State Department of Commerce is working with us. They are the ones trying to organize, you know, put it together, a delegation for the Washington State small and medium businesses to go together. And 
my company, Pacific Technologies Consulting Group, we're the ones that are helping them to put together the program and help them to do the real work, to organize people, to let people know this expo, and then helping sign up people, and then helping on the marketing and the, the logistics, arrange the delegation and the booking the space for the Washington State companies. Yeah, so... In that way, we can imagine at the end, uh, I don't know how many companies, but uh, 30, 40 companies at least, or even more, would uh, come together to go as the Washington State delegation. And we will exhibit in under the Choose Washington brand. So we have a bigger and a more presence yeah, yeah, in the expo. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I think with this uh, such a strong backup, and because it's organized by the government, not a private company, so it should attract more people want to go, because this is a real one. It's not just because so many trade show there. I think this one is very good one. It's very valuable and worth to go. So I hope that people will reach us with chamber and we go together to make money. I hope to see you, and I know you will go, and uh, we will be in the same trip in November. Sure, sure, no problem. <laughs> Great. I want to also thank our audience for being here with us today. We have talked about the trends we have seen about Chinese tourists and Chinese students studying overseas, and we discussed the opportunities brought by this phenomena. I want to thank a special thank you to our great guest, Felicity Wang. You can find more about Felicity Wang from her company website, apactours.org. It's A-P-A-T-O-U-R-S dot org. Or you can find more information about the Greater Seattle Chinese Chamber of Commerce at seattlechinesechamber.org. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for tuning into In China with Michelle Zhao. Please join us for another edition next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again next week. 